0: You may or may not have heard, but there's been a lot of debate going around right now. A lot of people who are pissed about censorship, uh, privacy, uh, concerns about data and accounts being banned on Twitter. And just in general, uh, a lot of people are losing trust in large tech platforms and particularly conservatives, high profile conservatives, including actually President Donald Trump, whose tweets have recently been censored. Uh, he's been, uh, I think also Twitter tried to implement this new feature called fact checking. And if I'm not mistaken, President Donald Trump signed like an executive order saying that Twitter can't fact check his political information. Uh, but nevertheless, this has been happening to a lot of conservatives, especially uh, who have been banned from Twitter and some of their speech has been censored. A lot of people have been saying, and uh, in, in a lot of the even just comments that a lot of the comments that they have kind of a conservative perspective, they feel that these tweets aren't getting uh, pushed enough in the algorithms or, or something like that. I don't know, for the most part. Uh, and then, like, people like Tim Poole have openly criticized Twitter's uh, handling of uh, their policies and regulations and rules and uh th- the same thing along those lines a lot of people have just criticized twitter pretty hard lately uh but yeah so now there's a new platform it's called parlor it's being pushed by a lot of ho- high profile conservatives uh, but i did jump onto the platform today and i just want to tell you guys a little bit about my experience so far and my opinions on this new app hitting the market uh the first thing i want to say is actually believe it or not i'll pop over to the ios store uh top apps so i checked earlier and if i'm not mistaken, or actually i can just go to i posted this on parlor actually believe it or not so this is uh the parlor feed page it's my parlor feed page Uh, It looks pretty good. The interface looks relatively new, which this is a new app, uh, but it does seem to be working pretty well. Uh, I did get uh, (laughs) an activity ban because I was following a lot of people and actually was getting a lot of traction. I think I got like 200 followers almost in... Or yeah, 195 followers in one day. Now They're called parlays when you tweet They're like tweets, but for parlor they're called parlays which is kind of cool but yeah so right here I was gonna say uh so parlor and this was a couple hours ago so parlor is actually ranked number 52 in the top charts overall for apps in the ios store uh, which is pretty impressive you see it's up there with uh, soundcloud uh just below google drive and actually above uber which is and above uber eats which is actually kind of crazy so yeah coming in number 52 parlor is exploding gaining ranks a ton of people especially conservatives are dipping off of twitter and they're coming to parlor which is really cool but yeah, and then I think I added something in the comments on this same thing. Let's see. Oh yeah, here are the top charts. Parlor is also coming in at number two in the top charts in the iOS store for top free news apps, which is actually pretty insane. I mean you can see it's still trailing Twitter, and that's because Twitter is Twitter has a monopoly on public discourse. Uh it's by far the biggest news app, and it's actually pretty impressive. Parlor came in at number two, actually beating Reddit now. Reddit's number three in the top charts, which is actually incredibly fascinating. So uh, yeah, just in terms of the UI overall, uh, it, it looks pretty nice. This is the feed page. Um, you can see there's some suggested uh, hashtag things over here and then on the side, you've got people to follow. Uh, so this works pretty much like any other any other platform, really. But I have noticed, uh, like, this is a good opportunity for people who, uh, you know, stand for free speech. The demographic on Parler is, you know, definitely conservative, free speech. Uh, a lot of people talking about the Constitution. A lot of people are upset. At, and honestly, uh, I've seen a lot of people on here. Uh, just our trump supporters i mean that's like a large majority of people i think just in retaliation almost to twitter's uh banning of donald trump's tweets i think a lot of people have moved here and they're just like really pissed off which way and if if you've uh listened listen to the last video and podcast that i made uh talked a little bit about how uh yeah just false information going crazy on the internet especially on twitter from mainstream news outlets like uh, people are just fed up with like mainstream news in general so i think that's why parlor got like so much traction so quickly i mean just in a couple days um yeah it just rose to the top of the charts and i guess interestingly um it's actually pretty interesting to see how exactly parlor like what their mission statement is and that's something I was gonna read in this is um, So if you go to their about page, you can read about parlor and I'll, I'll kind of read some of this out to you guys. but so here's here's the beginning. So say it's par- they say parlor is a non-biased free speech driven identity. So that sounds fantastic. Uh, our goal is to offer the world a platform that protects users' rights, supports publishers, and builds online communities. That's fantastic, a lot of people, like I said, were pissed about their rights. Um, And then Parler aims to empower users to control their social experience. Users can be responsible to engage content as they see fit. We are not regulators, we are not governors, we are a community. Uh, and that part in particular right there. uh, I like how they said specifically that we're not regulators We're not governors and we are a community That was the main critique with Twitter is that you've got a platform that is quite literally The monthly active user base on Twitter is the size of the population in the United States Which is like 330 million people So we're talking about Twitter is literally the size of a country the size of the United States Uh, So Yeah, it's kind of interesting that Jack Dorsey and literally everyone who works for Twitter is essentially uh, an unelected official, and they definitely govern the platform pretty strictly, as we've seen, as people have gotten pretty pissed about. Um, I mean, they always have bots that are going around checking in, uh, algorithms that flag content for information that they believe does not fit within their rules and regulations. So also when you're on Twitter, and you're not really thinking about it, but algorithms and, and bots are crawling and monitoring your content all the time and flags are going up in the system, uh, and they could, you know, flag some of your tweets. So really not only are they restricting free speech, which Twitter says they promote free speech, but that's as long as you follow the rules and guidelines, which is definitely not free speech. Uh, But yeah, so not only are they infringing on your free speech, but um, they're also just able to govern uh, as unelected officials, which, as we know, does not ever really work out very well. Uh, So yeah, it's pretty interesting that Parler has taken this this problem that's uh, been building up, especially uh, in the 2016 election. Uh, there was a lot of things going around about Russia meddling in our elections, uh, which is pretty interesting because, I mean, if you do think about it, Twitter, like I said, their monthly active user base is 330 million users. And I think only a fraction of those, I want to say the last figure I saw was about 25%, I think this was in 2019, 25% of those monthly active users. Uh, we're actually users in the united states so like i said that's just a fraction of the platform so you've got 75 percent of the rest of the platform of twitter that in a way does have the ability to uh, use information spread false information or just maybe not even intentionally spread false information but definitely able to affect the way that we vote in our elections and stuff like that so uh yeah, this has just been a problem building up for a while, and it to me personally, I think it's awesome that Parler has you know taken on uh, a competitive role. I think my thing was is especially recently I've been kind of annoyed that the debate in politics has been on race uh, when there's been a massive problem with big tech platforms uh, needing at least some sort of regulation. Uh, I don't really, I don't think government regulation is really going to be the way to go because these tech companies are private businesses. Uh, so that would kind of kill the whole idea of capitalism in a way. Um, I mean, if you have any other thoughts on that, uh, definitely comment wherever, if you're listening to this, on uh, spotify or watching this on youtube or on my website uh just leave a comment i want to know some opinions what kind of system of governance do you think uh, a social platform of this scale really needs like do you think that people should be voting on changes to the algorithm like do you think the users should have some say to vote for new features i mean a lot of video games do this um You know they'll implement some sort of voting system uh where players can actually vote on changes that are going to be implemented in the game that way uh there's kind of like a fair governance on the platform and the the users or the people actually have some say in what the features are are and maybe even the algorithms which have been a big problem but uh yeah there's i'm sure there's a lot of solutions that you guys probably uh, could think of a million different things but Really, the good thing about this is, see, if there is no, is if there's going to be no intervention or sort of government intervention to break up this kind of monopoly of uh, platforms and especially public discourse on Twitter, um, is competition. Competition is definitely going to be the best way. I mean, especially uh, in a capitalist market this is going to be the best way to go is a competitive platform. Uh, and like we've seen, uh, it does. They say they protect free speech. I'm hoping they'll stay true to that. I mean, I know a lot of conservatives are on the platform, but hopefully uh, they'll stay true to... That That was kind of my other worry is if they become sort of the like the opposite of Twitter and that they start regulating some sort of speech of people who are coming on um, and kind of just like causing any kind of trouble, but they do say uh like I said we are not regulators, we are not governors, we are a community, so that's pretty promising. Uh they also say parlor accepts your right to express your thoughts, opinions and ideals online, which is really important because everyone should have free speech, be able to contribute to the conversation. Uh that's that's how people don't have war actually. There's really Two ways to resolve a conflict the first way is you just fight and go to war and one one person overpowers the other or one group of people overpowers the other Uh, or you can have a discussion debate and come to some sort of negotiation so um yeah just like in society it says parlor interactions are subject to guidelines and when you respect them you are free to participate wholly so they do say they have some sort of guidelines i'm not exactly sure What those guidelines necessarily are but here's kind of the backstory behind parlor so actually parlor was founded in 2018 uh, and based in Henderson Nevada so company based out of Nevada 2018 so it's been around for two years uh, and there's actually been people on the platform for a while but uh, this uh, a lot of like I said big conservative voices uh, have been pushing you know leave twitter leave twitter come to parlor and now i think a lot of people are moving um oh, there's actually a typo in here but after being exhaust- exhausted with a lack of transparency in tech ideological suppression with actually three s's and privacy abuse our co-founders john matza and jared thompson decide to create an alternative solution Parler provides a commenting and social network platform for digital publishers, influence bloggers, writers, politicians, and social users to share news, opinions, and content in real time. Very cool. Additionally, we provide enterprise tools to enhance online blogs, media, and websites with direct social integrations and monetization capabilities. The goal is to offer a world platform that protects users' rights, supports publishers, and builds communities. So that's fantastic. That's beautiful. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I have been using Parlor. Go to Parlor and follow me. Uh, like I said, there's been a lot of interactions. Uh, so I do highly recommend, especially if you're a blogger, you have a website, or if you're a writer. Uh, or if anything like that, like I said, you should expand your voice to all platforms. Uh, so yeah, that's just me giving you a little plug i think this is pretty cool that a new platform has emerged uh, and is rising to the top of the charts and i'll be super interested to see how long it stays in the top of the charts and also in terms of um uh, i mean i guess it's been around for two years so i was thinking they could potentially have an issue with scale especially since a lot of people are going onto the platform really soon um and like I said, there's minor bugs and stuff like that, but I actually saw one of the engineers on here actually said that they were going to be doing a lot of fixes. Uh, I'm sure, so the engineers are probably working incredibly hard. But uh, yeah, that's Parlor. Uh, anyway, go follow me up on Parlor at Austin Howard, no spaces, all undercase, all lowercase. Uh, and anyway, yes. Also, the two sponsors for this YouTube channel and this podcast uh, is the first one is Adobe. Uh, you can get Photoshop, Lightroom, uh, Premiere Pro, After Effects, all kinds of different creative software. The, in my opinion, by far the best creative software package service that you could ever get is Adobe. I use it for everything. Uh, for editing pictures, making uh, recording audio for this podcast uh, putting together <laughs> videos with Premiere Pro literally everything motion graphic effects, all that all the nine yards also has Adobe Cloud which has 100 gigabytes of cloud storage which is super super good offer and I think for students it's 60% off for like a year super super fantastic offer if you lo- if you use my link, Uh, i'll leave it somewhere in the description or it's on my website you can see the referral link Uh, if you just use the link and then buy uh, the service uh, whichever package that you decide to use on adobe it doesn't cost you any extra money and i get just a little bit of money to uh sustain myself uh, which is fantastic because i just graduated from college but anyway and then the second second affiliate plug that i want to do for uh, this channel and my website is Hostgator which is the web hosting solu- solution that I use to host my website AustinHoward.tech on the internet It's there's a lot of solutions out there But I definitely found that hostgator is by far my favorite and it's not expensive And you can get a wordpress website up and running super easily for super cheap and you can start putting content Or building your brand online, which is amazing. But anyway, thanks for watching this video Deuces.